know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hi you guys Hope you guys have a good Monday I had a pretty really self-disciplined Monday Like it was really good Like work was so crazy I just immediately went for a walk Like one thing I've been learning Leave stuff where it's at When I feel like how to work I leave work at work I work from home, but I leave work at work, meaning whatever happened at work, I'll leave it there. I don't take it with me with the rest of my day. Because that's how you, like, stretch yourself out. If you're like, oh, I had a bad day at work, so I'm about to have a bad rest of my evening. Like, no, I had a long day at work, but I'm like, I'm going to enjoy my rest of my evening. And before I get started, um, I just want to share this. Um, learn how to enjoy life through, like, whatever life throws at you. And, like, I'm 27 years old, and I realized lately, like, Shanice, you you ain't been living. Like, I really been a homebody, like, for real. This year is really probably the first year I celebrated my birthday in probably years. But I just been learning, like, just to enjoy life. And you don't have to sin to enjoy life. You don't, nothing against people who turn up the way they turn up, but... You can actually have fun without all that crazy stuff. Like, I had a bond. Last two weekends, it's been nothing but a ball. Like, I had fun. Like, I went to, like, the crab karaoke. Then I went skating. Then last week, I went, like, on the um, scooters and stuff. And I was, like, a fancy restaurant. Like, I just been enjoying life. And, like, and I do it with friends. Like, I do it with people that's, that's close to me and family. Like, because I used to be the person that, oh, I'm going to wait on a guy to take me out. Or I'm going to wait till I get in a relationship. Like, no. I used to take myself to the movies, too. So, but movies is boring. So, I, I don't know, like, going there. But lately, I just been learning, like, during my journey of finding myself. It's like, as you find your purpose, as you breaking on yourself, as you going through different life situations... Take time to laugh. Take time to have fun. Like, the older we get, we just forget how to just enjoy ourselves. Because sometimes struggles and pain and stuff like that, it slows us down and it makes us don't want to smile again. Or bring out that youthful side of us or whatever. But I did. Like, crazy part, somebody burnt my car up two weeks ago. And everybody was like, sneeze. I would have been pulling up. I would have been doing this. I would have been doing that. And I'm like, I'm not about to mess up my character for no car, for no materialistic thing. I said, they're going to take care of their responsibility that they messed up, and we're going to solve it that way. Because it's like, we say we love God, but then when situations come up, our character change. We we turn, we, we be on demon time. Like, everybody wanted me to be on demon time. And I had to tell people, like, if you know God's track record, if you knew, like, a month ago, I was taking pain. I was taking sleeping pills. I didn't want to be here no more. And I went to God and lay at the altar. And that presence of God, that sweet presence of God literally took me out of that deep depression. That I was deep in depression from other people's problems. Like, you think I'm about to trip out a car? 
I couldn't afford it. I was like, God replaced my joy back. Like that's something that you can't that you can't pay for. And I'm not about to exchange it for a car. But what I want to talk about today, y'all, I want to talk about rejection. And I hate that it's so cliche when people be like, oh, God rejects you to protect you and all that good stuff. But no, that phrase is really, really true. Um, One thing that I know I dealt with over the years was rejection. And I never could comprehend, like, why I dealt with it so much. And when you're called, when you're different, when you're called for a purpose and when you're called and set aside, you got to get used to being alone. And the craziest part is people get alone and lonely confused. And it scares me because I have a ball. Like, sometimes I forget that I'm single because I don't, I don't, I don't like, think about being single. Like, I'm, I be so focused on, like, being a better mom, like, trying to be better at work, trying to, like, do purpose. Like, I really forget that I'm single. Like, it's something that, like, really ever crosses my mind. I mean, I'm just more focused on myself and building who I am that the status of my relationship, like, it, it doesn't matter at this point. Like, hey, if I bump this money, I don't, I do. But um, one thing I dealt with over the years, what I thought I dealt with, or I did, whatever you want to call it, was rejection. And God didn't purposely do it, because God would never purposely hurt us. But I learned that if those people over my, like, the last few years of my life, even recently, like, if these people never rejected me, I probably would have never wanted to make a podcast. If I never got rejected, I probably never had the strength to get on a stage and face my fear with public speaking and doing the thing that I love to do now. If I never got rejected, I probably never have a book out right now or co-author a book. Eventually have my own book out. Um, not to be cocky. <laughs> I just like, I like put stuff in existence. But if I never got rejected, I probably wouldn't have the confidence that I have now coming from low self-esteem. If I didn't get rejected, I probably wouldn't have creative ideas of wanting to help younger women be the best version and stop them from going through certain things if I never got rejected. And I want that to sit in your soul because it's something you got rejected on and you can't comprehend it. I love when God gave me this feeling because he, he be talking to me, but I know somebody else feeling it right now. Like you got rejected so much. And you thinking like, God, why I'm not good enough? Or why I always run into people like this? And I learned from my own self, like, and I'm like, God, like, the situations I was in, I'm like, God, am I healing? I said, God, because the only way I walk away from these people, because these people push me away. Like, I don't volunteer, walk away most of the time. Like, it it takes me to be pushed away so far to or rejected so much then I finally walked away and God said they never rejected you wouldn't move so I, I had to let them reject you and a lot of times we like God I God not a God who make us suffer or want to see us cry but God is a God that want to build our character God is a God that want to make us see the best version of ourselves like God is a God that I want to see you like become who you're called to be and I can't 
you can't become who you're called to be if you're surrounded around people that make you feel smaller. If you're surrounded by people that's not for you. If you're surrounded by people that you think that's good for you and they're really bad for your spirit. I said something on social media that was so crazy. It's not crazy, but it was like, it was deep to me. <laughs> okay. I said, I, I can't afford to be around bad company that's dressed up as good people. And I realized a lot of people I meet, they bad company for me. They distract me and they, or I get off my path, but they come around and introduce themselves as good people. And I was saying, you can't afford to be around bad company that's, uh, that's dressed up as good people. Like, you can't afford it no more. And I had a situation recently or whatever. I'm like, you know what? Because I told y'all, like, I'm not about to... I'm not dating, but I'm not against dating, if that makes sense. Like, at first, I was like, I'm never dating again. I'm taking my break again. But I'm not against it or I'm not with it. So if somebody want to hang out with me, I'm cool. So uh, when I thought about that post, this guy, he's like, yeah, let's let's hang out. Da, da, da. And immediately, I'm like, I'm like... I'm like, red flag number one. I said, first of all, um, I said, this the way we texting, it feel familiar. And like, I always got this familiar spirit with me. And like, it's always that spirit that it leaves one person and it goes to somebody new. You know how they always say you meet, you meet a different person, but it be the same person, different face. Or I say same, I say same, fa- I say new face or new, who my old podcast was, I think it was new face, same heartbreak. And he was that spirit, like the spirit from the last guy, like, I, y'all got to believe me. If you don't learn a lesson, the whatever first 20 times, you going to keep repeating it. So I'm having a conversation with him. I know him from like a long time ago, but like we, we hung out probably once, that's it. And, it. and it didn't go right. And that was probably like a 2013 or something. And uh, we texting, and I'm like, why our conversation feel like it's so familiar? And I remember with the last guy I was dating in April, I was like, oh, this fuck, I know him my whole life. Like, I'm just so comfortable. And it's not that you're comfortable, it's a familiar spirit. And I say familiar spirit, it's like, that's that same spirit from that last person who you didn't learn that lesson from. So now since you ain't learned that lesson, God must make you repeat it through somebody else until you get it right. So... I'm all right. I'm feeling it like real, real deep. Like this is this is that same spirit. It's that same spirit. So I'm like, God, do your thing. Let me know. Let Auntie know what's wrong with him. So conversation going good. And he was like, Okay, yeah, I'm taking a date. I'm like, okay, he in the right path so far. We're not taking a date. Cause I don't do that Netflix and chill stuff. So he was like, Yeah, we're gonna like we say he said, we're gonna go out to CJ Barrymore and we're gonna go out to eat and then we're gonna come back to my place and make lasagna. So that was like a halfway red flag. I'm like, cause why are you inviting me to your house? You don't know me like that. Second, he was like, oh, you know what? Just bring a spin night bag just in case. And I was like, eh. Oh, I was like, eh. <laughs> And I knew at that moment that was my red flag. And the old me, I would have not blocked him. I would have seen how far I could have went without messing up, knowing that I was going to mess up. But um, after he felt my vibe, or he felt my vibe was completely off after that message. So he kind of, like, distanced himself. 
And I felt like I felt like I was getting rejected in that situation. So I just immediately block it. Like I immediately just block every like contact through social media, through Facebook. I just block everything. I'm like, before I even consider in my head that I'm getting rejected. I said, Shanice, you're not getting rejected. You're doing the right thing. If you would have chose your old way, that would have felt good because that's the way you're used to. So by me feeling the discomfort of me choosing what's right, it didn't feel right because I'm so used to waiting around to see what's next when somebody showed me a red flag already. And one thing I learned that I want to share that I hope you can get, don't wait around to see what will happen. And I think when I was dating um, old boy in April or whatever, I remember that I just kept waiting around to see, like, what's wrong with him? Like, why he so sneaky? And the more I waited around, I got hit with so much bad news and so much sneaky stuff he was doing. And God was like, if I'm telling you to walk away from something, walk away from something. Like, I'm trying to protect you from a reason. And I didn't understand, like, why I was getting rejected. I didn't understand why I had to walk away from it. But I kept trying, like, oh, my God, I'm going to just see what's going on because he need me. Like, he need me to fix him. He need me to help him. In my head, I'm thinking that but we have to stop thinking we can help people. Like, you're not, you're not, that's not your assignment. And that's why we get so drained so quickly with people because we're trying to help people that we're not called to help. And I have a podcast on that. You're not called to help everybody. And you will drain yourself thinking that you can help every single body. You can't. That's one thing I learned. Like, what, even like, in family situations, like, if, let me give you a perfect example. Like, Say if you help somebody over and over and over and you see no changes, it becomes to a point where you're enabling that person and not helping that person. So now you have to stop helping that person and now that person has to learn their own. But stop waiting around to see, oh, what would happen? Like when he when he showed me that red flag and like bad back, I didn't I normally would like, oh, what happened? You okay? Like that man showed me he wanted booty, pretty much, asking me for a spin and night bag. And I normally used to question it because I didn't know my worth. I didn't know how valuable I was. So when he fell back, I, I blocked it. Like, he probably like, where she go? I blocked it. Like, I didn't even address the spending night bag. I just, I noticed we both was like, eh. He, he knew what time I was on. I knew what time he was on. And he knew this wasn't flay time because <laughs> it wasn't about to match. But I just hope you, I just, I just hope you don't see what you go through as rejection. Like, God just simply set you apart for a reason. Like, God, you're called. And and I was telling this young lady, I'm like, this girl who was doing my hair, her spirit was just so beautiful. It was really beautiful. And I said, you had to, I said, well, you had to ask God, like, what is your calling? What is your purpose? And sometimes we're afraid to answer that or we ask that we don't get the answer right away. But... If I didn't go through that rejection, if they didn't push me away, I wouldn't have moved. I would, I really wouldn't have moved. I'm, I was just like, a lot of times I chase at, I was chasing at the things in my life that I thought I wanted so bad or I thought I needed, not knowing God know what I need. God know what I want. God know what I want better than what I know what I want. And that's crazy to say. Like, a lot of things I think I need, is it'd be really bad for me. It'd be really bad for my soul. But sometimes, like, no matter how far you walk with God, like, sometimes you can get deceived by things. Sometimes you have moments you want something that's really not good for you. 
And that's just not relationships. That could be anything. Like right now, somebody could be trying to sell me like a, a brand, I mean, a BMW that look real fly on the outside, and the engine can go out tomorrow, and I can really want it. But God, no, wait, wait, wait on the car. Because God know what we want, and God know what comes with things that's attached to something. And a lot of things be dressed up really, really pretty, but really be rotten in the inside. Be a golden apple and a rotten apple on the inside. So I just want you to know that the people that betray you, the people that hurt you, the people that broke your heart, it had to happen. Because if it didn't, you wouldn't have moved. You want to found yourself. You wouldn't even thought, hey, let me love myself. Let me learn self-love. You wouldn't have thought none of that if those people didn't do what they did. And I had to stop seeing rejection as rejection. It was like, it's so cliche. Like, God was like, I was just trying to protect you. Like, that's all I wanted to do. Like, I wasn't trying to cop block. I wasn't trying to hate on you. Like, I just wanted to protect you because it's so much greatness connected to your name. And if you're connected to bad people or not bad people but the wrong people because I don't consider nobody bad at all that I don't like I don't care what nobody did to me I still don't consider nobody bad but guys I have to disconnect you from the wrong people because they do nothing but delay you and slow you down in life and you can't afford that I was listening to a song today I'm gonna end it and it was saying your destiny is too important to give up for him or from for her. And that's what I learned that every day you gotta wake up and you gotta choose you. You gotta choose you every single day. You gotta choose to heal every single day. You gotta choose to be better every single day. No matter how hard it is, no matter how sad you get, how happy you get, the emotions, choose you. Because when you put other people before you, you wake up tomorrow, they can be gone, switched up, but you got you. And that's all that matters when you choose you. And it's not a selfish thing. Like, my friend taught me that. He's not my friend, but he's a close person that I, like, I talk to, like, every now and then. And he said, you got to stop thinking choosing yourself is selfish. Like, the world, like, they teaching us, like, that's selfish. Like, if you ain't right, how can you help anybody else? And my mom, she was like, you said this on your podcast. It's funny she told me this. She was like, she was watching something. She was like, oh, yeah, when you're on the airplane, you got to put your mask on first before you try to help somebody else. Because if the plane going down and I can't breathe, why would I put your mask on and try to help you? I can't even help you yet. So help yourself. And then you try to help other people. And you hope and pray they pass it on. But that's it, you guys. I'm going to pray and I'm going to do something else. I don't know what I'm going to do. So they're productive and take this medicine because I've been sick. But it's finally getting better. But hell, Father God, I just say thank you for this podcast, God. I just hope and pray that whoever is dealing with rejection, God, I pray that you change their perspective, Lord. You change their view on how they see it, God. I pray they see themselves how you see us, Lord, not how we see ourselves, God. I pray the person who felt like they've been rejected their whole life, God, that you restore their faith, you restore their confidence, you restore their self-esteem, God, and you allow them to see that you did nothing but protect us, Lord. You did nothing but try to cover us and protect us from the harm and the evil the other ones of the spirit that try to attack us or who try to demolish our character, God. I just pray of the ones that 
that's seeking forgiveness, God. I pray that you forgive me from the things I've done to people, Lord, that was not of you, God. I pray you begin to search our hearts, Lord, from anything that's in our hearts that's standing away from us growing closer towards you, God. I pray that you give us peace this week, God. I pray that you give us courage this week, Lord. I pray that you give us peace this week, God. I pray that you give us joy and not happiness, Lord, because sometimes happiness is based off what happens. I pray you continuously to bless us, God. I pray over anyone who battles any sickness, God, and I bind it up in your name, Jesus, and I plead the blood of Jesus over their life, God. I pray over everyone that's listening on the sound of my voice, God, that they begin to believe in themselves and they begin to become the best versions of themselves, God. I pray that you fill me up with the Holy Spirit and you allow me to do your word, Lord, and you allow me to become a better role model, God, and a better real model, God. And I ask that you continuously to cover us as we go through this week, God. I bind up any COVID. I bind up any hospital visits. I bind up any sickness. And every person that's earning this voice who have a child that's starting school, God, I pray they have a great school year, Lord. No sickness, God. I pray that you give them wisdom, knowledge, and understanding as they start this school year, Lord. No bullying, no shootings in the school, God. I bind up anything that's trying to come against a child's life, God. I pray that this have a great week, God. I pray they learn, they be full of knowledge and be excited for school, God. And I pray no distractions try to distract the kids while they're in school, God. And I just say thank you, Heavenly Father, for everything you have done, God. Thank you for covering us, Lord. Thank you for protecting us, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I love y'all. And good night, okay? I talked a lot. I talked a lot. Auntie talked a lot. I do love y'all, and I really hope you take some jewel away from that.